A sheriff, with nothing to lose and nothing to prove, travels to a mysterious island, investigating the case of the missing girl. His unending questioning is met with zero answers, as Nicolas Cage journeys into a secret society run by women who worship bees and subjugate men. With a whole lot of clues that lead nowhere, our lawman finds himself wrapped up in mystery, as well as an oversized bear suit, in this unintentional comedy. Guys, let's talk about The Wicker Man. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed a helicopter with a car. I'm sorry, boys. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Alright guys, welcome back fans to another Five Guys Flicking Around. Um, to celebrate Summer Stolcis this week, we thought we'd uh, dive into the uh, the libraries and, and we came out with the Nicolas Cage cult classic The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man is a 2006 horror film written and directed by Neil LeBute and stars Nicolas Cage. The film primarily is a remake of the 1973 British film The Wicker Man. The film's budget was $40 million dollars and the box office came back with 38.7 or 8 million. So yeah, yeah. 7 or 8. Yeah, 38.7. <laughs> there's I got multiple there's multiple scholarly articles about it and no one can decide. It's it's pro- 7, it's 0.8. Domestic versus overseas box office, you know. It's know. probably 38.75. Okay. There you go. Uh, Round up. The point is Give they lost money. Um, but at this truck stop where we watch Aaron Eckhart pay his bill, um, we're introduced to our main character Nicolas Cage. Um Edward Malis, uh huh, and he's a sheriff. Yep. He's a cop. He's a highway patrolman, I believe. He, well, yeah, is... he, he's uh, somehow a lawman. He's a father first, and, and uh, well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> true, we'll it's edit true. that out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we'll edit that. Out. Um, and he's buying at the truck stop a book on tape called Everything's Okay. You don't even know that he's buying it. It's literally like a two-second scene where it just shows the cover really quick. Right, he's holding it. And then it's mentioned later. Yes, he's holding it and looking at it as far as the scene reveals. But later we find out that he did, in fact, buy it because he's looking for it later. It's a motivational tape because this is somebody that needs some... It would have been better if those were the Serenity Now tapes. Oh, that would be perfect. That would have made the movie. Now, what's interesting to me is the next scene um, is really a traumatic scene for this character... And it really brings about sort of his struggles, his inner struggles. But in this first scene, he's buying everything's okay. Like, are we led to believe that there's something already troubling him? Why else would he be, like, looking to purchase that kind of an audio tape? Uh, anyway, so he's holding the, the book on tape. And he's holding it all together, barely. <laughs> uh, and then we get to see a little bit into what Nick Cage's character, uh, Edward Malis, it's sort of day to day. We watch him on the highway pulling a couple cars over, patrolling almost. He's given a couple tickets, <laughs> right? Um, and he spots a doll being dropped out of a car um, that's speeding in front of him. And without slowing down at all, yeah, he manages to swoop up this doll that was thrown out of the car. Such I mean, a such a legit move. Yeah, it was really cool. And after seeing the rest of the movie. I don't buy it. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not convinced he could actually pull that off. Well, he's not on a motorcycle any other time I've, in the Yeah, but I've seen movie. him on a bike, and he looks very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he looks bad on the bike, but he's the ghost rider, you got to remember. Right. So that's true. He can't handle himself. Which not comes yet. out right it's after like, this film. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's next in his um, filmography. Right. The, this scene there is probably what inspired him. There was to for be sure like, motorcycle training overlap. Yeah, You know exactly. Um. Still rewatching it again, like I had to rewind it, and it's an impressive move. It is. Um, so he picks up the doll, chases down the car, pulls him over, uh, returns the doll. 
The girl then proceeds, the girl that's in the back seat then proceeds to uh, continue her defiance and throw the doll back into the street. I hate this girl so much. Right. So he, when he goes to pick up the doll again, um, an 18 wheeler comes flying down the highway on the wrong side of the road and onto the shoulder, crashing into the car, killing the mother and the daughter, or at least not the daughter instantly. Um, and Nick Cage ends up being traumatized by this moment for the rest of the film. He attempts to uh, pull the young girl out of the car, uh, but she doesn't take. No, this is why it. I hate her so much. Like the first thing that she like she tosses the the stuff bunny or whatever out of the car, and when he goes and returns it to her, she's like, "I'm bored." She's like, "Shut up." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and his his reason for pulling them over is like, "We want to be safe out there," and it's like. A stuffed animal on the highway is gonna cause an accident. Oh yeah, like yeah. And then when she throws it out again, the mom's like, "I'm sorry." He's like, "It's all right. It's part of the territory." It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's exactly why you yeah. got into highway police. Yeah, and to, pick to up pull bunnies. over little little girls throwing uh, exactly. stuffed animals out the window. There's oh. dozens of them out there for sure. Yeah. But to his credit, an 18 wheeler did hit them moments later, so right. <laughs> it's dangerous out there. So maybe he should have just looked like not gone to pick up the bunny and looked for the 18 wheeler. Mm. Crisis averted in that yeah. case. Yeah. He sees the girl in the car, attempts to smash through the back window using his helmet, and then reaches for her, and she yeah. just stares back at him. She's not helping herself at all. No. No. What's the deal? Like, are these... Is this woman and her daughter connected somehow later to, like, the creepy women that are introduced in the film? Spoiler I feel like that's alert. what you're led to believe, but that it never gets paid off. It's just a weird scene, it which is going to be a theme like it, throughout yeah. the entire movie. <laughs> Is that it's just kind of weird? Yeah. So watching it the second time uh, and knowing what happens right after they get hit by the eighteen wheeler and the car explodes and Nick Cage is thrown away, it cuts to the Wicker Man, like right. the title, title card, yes. and it is like a three out of ten on like the hype. Like if like if I'm in the theater watching this movie <laughs> and it goes to the credits after that, I'm like. Okay, well, that's one way to start a movie. Really? I was super hyped on it. I was like, did the Wicker Man just do that? Like, what is the deal with this? I thought the music was really cool during that time, too. Yeah. Because it was that, like, creepy, like, kind of uh, omenish where it's, like, from the movie The Omen, not, like, ominish. Um, Amish? But it's just, that, like, ah, ah. It's super creepy. I like well, it. Well, yeah. Different, different take there from both so, of us. My <laughs> big takeaway from his investigating these scenes is that he's not an investigatory guy. He's not a detective. He's clearly just a highway patrol guy. Yeah, and that that feeds into later in the movie. Right, that's true. That's true. Not and a it, lot of depth. It to, sounds uh, like Cage's no character. one, no one's really investigating like anything because it comes back uh, after like in the next scene when Nick Cage is like you know all distraught because he just saw a little right. girl He's and a mom time, get taking killed. Taking some time off. They, mm-hmm. they they say that the bodies were never recovered. Yeah, the car's not registered. They lead you to believe it's like this big like who done it? Like what is this about? Yeah, and. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't really there's no pay anything. No payoff. <laughs> the, the woman cop who visits him says, like, he asks, oh, do we know who was in the car? They still don't have any answers yeah. for what happened, you know? Yeah. He's there. He's at home. He's popping pills now. Yeah. He's hallucinating. That's a problem. The woman kind of looks at the pills, and it's like, this is 2006. Mental health wasn't as out front as it is today. She kind of looks at him like, look at this piece of shit. Like, he's, <laughs> he's on antidepressants. Like, oh, God, his life's falling apart. Yeah, in reality, yeah. this guy just saw yeah. two people get blown up in a fire it, it was traumatizing for sure when he asked her he says you know do they know yet she goes no we don't know who they are we may never know when they wanted to put dream sequences sure. in the movie it's they were like a lot. let's put that scene yeah. where he's like traumatized by this thing it also seeing the girl die gets him motivated to go find um rowan later in the movie that's true mm, okay. he watched so her that girl die yeah him not being able to save her fires him up and gets him so juiced up to go find her to like redeem it. Wow, that was that's definitely more depth than I originally thought. It also point. gives him time off because of its trauma that allows him the opportunity to go on this right. wild goose chase on right. some random island. Right, which leads me to another question: is like, is he just using personal time for this? Uh, I gotta he's believe on it's sick like, leave. Uh, it's gotta be like sixty percent pay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, there's some time off. We'll still we won't cut you completely. Maybe he's accrued enough hours. Uh, this is also the scene where he reads the letter from Willow. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we're introduced to the main core plot point of the film. Um, and it's explained to him that 
in this letter, he reads um, that she has a daughter who's been missing for two weeks. Uh, she says, I need your help. I live on Summer's Isle. Um, and then he begins investigating what is Summer's Isle, where is it, um, which, without getting ahead of ourselves, it's a little bit weird that they have a website for the island. Yeah, they don't even have cell phones. They service. don't have any electricity. Plus, what is the purpose of the website? Like, is it a vacation spot or... Are they like an Airbnb where they'll like let people know they don't have any visitors? I got to think it's strictly like an organic honey site, like right, buy honey. Right. To, oh, yeah. They're clearly selling they're, the honey. Yeah. They're, and they yeah. do they're have listed an, as a vendor. Yeah, yeah, and they do have an import-export guy, <laughs> pilot. <laughs> yeah. One. So they can't, well, they have to get supplies on the island yeah. somehow. Interesting fact, the original 1973 British film named the location Summer Isle, but... Um, Neil LeBute, the writer and director of this film, thought that they should add the extra S because Americans would be able to pronounce it better. Yeah. So he went from... <laughs> That's a savvy move. So yeah. he went from Summer Isle to Summer's Isle. Wait, wait, wait. It really rolls wait, off the tongue. Wait, what was that first one? Was it Summer Isle? Or was it Summer's Isle? You're hearing it wrong. Bo- Summer's you stupid Isle? American. <laughs> so Summer's Isle? No, no, you're botching it. From you're the original? The whole thing. What was it? <laughs> and the next time you see him, he's on a boat. Um, presumably headed towards this island and uh, he watches a girl outside on the boat and he hallucinates an 18-wheeler driving through her mm-hmm. like on the boat in this sort of surreal imagery. Uh, he kind of snaps out of it and immediately hits the pills again. Yeah, he's startled. It, it's a quick fix yeah. for him to just like swallow. <laughs> yeah, he takes his pills. crazy pills and... <laughs> <laughs> Shakes but right, out but right before that, he's getting ready to see his ex fiance. So he's dabbing on some cologne, aqua velvet, or whatever, right. whatever Ooh, he's I got with that. him. Yeah, no, I, I watched nice. it twice, and I was like, oh, he's yeah. he's really preparing for this. Um, oh, I like I like to think that that wasn't in the script, and Nick Cage just always likes I've to sell nice. <laughs> he's just cologning or himself for himself. Not for I the know customer. how to make this seem more real. <laughs> I'll put some cologne on. Uh, uh, but also, did you did you guys think that was kind of like weird that he would go so far out of his way to help his like ex fiance that super wanted, weird runaway bride yeah, super him? Super weird. I don't think so. Especially that it's in Washington. He's a California highway right. patrolman. Like he flew up to Washington. Yes. To take a boat from Seattle or wherever yeah. to okay, this island. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a trip. That's a right. journey. I wrote this down. So he had to presumably drive to the airport, take a plane, take a ferry. And then take a seaplane where he had to bribe the seaplane captain right. hundred dollars to even take him to this island, which so he's... ultimately, you know, cost that guy a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, and also the the pilot is like, yeah, I can't take you there. Like, you know, right. it's a closed island and uh, no no outsiders we and blah blah blah. Yeah. And Nicholas Cage is like, not about a hundred bucks, and he's like, okay. Yeah, he, what he, says, he, he gave he had a huge the smile. Whole speech on, on privacy and valuing privacy, and all it takes <laughs> yeah. is a hundred bucks. Yeah, to, like, he says, totally abandon the value. He says, why don't you take all of us there mr grant here and his twin brother ulysses <laughs> great way to talk about 250 so, bills so 120 bucks no what's a hundred bucks it's uh, 250 like but seriously after he says it, you're kind of like wait yeah who's on the 50 dollars? i couldn't do the math i don't know i didn't know how much it was i'd like to think the well, original script was like there. here's a hundred dollars and then someone was like wait 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 we can we can spice this <laughs> yeah, up a little bit yeah, what if we cut this in half yeah. Throw in the twin line, huh? Yeah. Like, Whoa, but that's true because there's a like huge theme of twins throughout the movie. I wouldn't say huge. There okay, there, there are twins. There's these there and are then several, the blind twins. There are several twins in no, the movie. Now there are the little girl twins. Yeah, yeah but then right. also the, I don't know what the actress's name is, but Sister, Sister Rose. Rose. Yeah, she's And then the got, other one yeah. that's mm-hmm. the same actress you know but a different You know what? Character. There is a huge twins theme. Tremendous. Right. You've Tremendous talked me into it. twin <laughs> theme. Huge. The burlap sack scene. Oh, right, yeah. right. He's got what's a, in the bag? A shark or something. <laughs> yeah, he sees a bloody bag. First guess, some men a carrying shark. a bloody bag. Yeah. The women are telling him like, "You can't land here without permission. This place yeah. is private." Um, the bag is dripping with blood, uh, and they offered for him to take a peek when he asks, "Like, what's in the bag?" And then they kind of like jump scare him so that he gets freaked out. But then Startled he just, again. But then he just walks away. Like, if he's the police officers that's supposed to be, like, investigating a murder, and he sees... The first thing he sees on the island is, like, a dripping with blood burlap sack. 
You don't think he's going to make sure he sees what's inside of that? It's all part of his detective work. He's a terrible detective. <laughs> like, when when he's walking away from that, I can't remember what she says, but one of the creepy older women there, like, yells something at she him. She says, like, it's not it's not her daughter. Yeah. she's asking about she Willow's daughter. Yeah. yeah she it, goes, it's not her daughter. Yeah, and he doesn't follow up on that. Like, they were giving him nothing, and then they say something like that, and he doesn't turn around. He's like, what do you mean? Like, that's yeah, not her like, daughter. Let like, me actually let me... look in the sack. <laughs> and I, as an audience member, want to know what's in the sack as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, what is in the sack? What do you guys think is actually in there? A, a shark. Yeah. It's definitely a shark. (laughs) Your first guess is always correct. That's the most obvious one. Uh, He makes his way to the local bar slash inn, and the first thing he says when he walks in is, must be ladies night. (laughs) And we're introduced to the idea, like, this is a woman-dominant society. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very clear that there's not a lot of men, and the men who are on the island don't speak at all. Yeah, they were the ones carrying the burlap bag with the shark in it. So they're they're doing all the, the... uh, menial jobs. Uh, he meets Sister Beach for the first time. What were your guys' impression of Sister Beach? I love Sister Beach. She's the worst. <laughs> I just hate her. She's very helpful throughout the movie. So, like, first, she's obviously gonna, you know, butt heads a little bit with Nicolas Cage. Because... Butthead. You nailed it. She's a butthead. No, not at all. <laughs> well, she's obviously gonna butt heads with Nicolas Cage because it's a private island. He's not supposed to be there. Um, and the women on this island do not think much of the men, right? They're kind of, like you said before, Pollard, they're subjugated. But after that, she offers him some drink. She offers him accommodation. She does explain the, the mead. She gives a, nice, yeah. She's yes. proud of the mead. She a gives good a, explanation. A craft yeah. brew. Exactly. It's made with honey. And even when he kills a bee with the mead glass, Which, she yeah. doesn't get that upset. She just goes, yeah. why would you do a thing she like was, that? Uh, she was pretty... I thought she was seething underneath, but not willing to show her cards. Compared to what some of the other women do in this movie, I think Sister Beach does not deserve what happens to her. The scene with uh, Nick Cage getting on the plane, bribing the the, uh, pilot, starts a long line of him being a complete dick to everyone and disregarding (laughs) everyone's feelings, uh, actions, words. He just does what he wants. And yeah, so it starts with the pilot, and then it gets to Sister Beach. Or he kills the bee for no reason. No. He gives that speech where he taps his, yeah. his badge oh, on, the, yeah. on He's, the bar. It's basically like wagging his like, dick around. I yeah, think you should all, all know I'm here on business. Right. Yeah. I'm here on official police business. Which he isn't there on official police business. And also, he's off the have clock. Jurisdiction. He's off the clock, too. in a too. completely different state. And, like, you're a detective. You can go in there. You can be quiet. Okay. <laughs> He's you're, turned into a detective. You're, you're a highway patrolman, but you moonlight as a detective. Yes, and, that works. <laughs> and uh, your your go-to tactic is to alert everyone by slapping right. your wallet on the bar like that. I'm a cop, and I'm going to interview all of you. Yeah, like, I want everybody to know I'm here. He goes in guns blazing. It makes no sense. This he is re- like a, a low-key, let's like find the girl and like... He just goes in and like alerts everyone yeah. immediately. We'll, we'll talk about his. Detective he is incompetent. Work. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about his detective work. So in he a meets. Bit. He also runs into Willow here for the first time. Recognizes her, of course. Now we're connecting the dots. This was his ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. She says, "I'll meet you later." Privately. And he and he is awestruck by her. Yeah. This is somebody when he was talking to his friend in the police station. He's like, "Obviously, I'm angry at her." But it's like he doesn't look very angry when he first sees her. He is awestruck by her. Her. Uh, giant-eyed, fish-lipped beauty. A <laughs> whispering eye. Uh, so they meet later in private, so that hopefully he can start to get some sort of answers. Um, we'll find out very soon, and in each scene following, like he never finds any answers in no. this entire movie. But he thinks he might start to find some here. Uh, he's got a lot of questions for her. He asks her what happened to her and why. Her response is. Well, why do we do anything in life? I love that response. Oh. <laughs> uh, she was scared. She ran back home. He finds out this is where she grew up. Um, also, how is that not a question you ask somebody you're about to marry? Like, oh, where did you grow up? They reference They've never it, talked about that. They reference it like, you know how you always tried to ask me before, but I just never told you where I was from? Red well, flag. This yeah. is it. This is where yeah, I'm no. from. That's a red flag. Do not marry this woman. 
Hey, all you 5GFA fans, I want to tell you guys about Somersault, the only monthly subscription box of salts available during summer. And now, when you use promo code 5GFA, you could take 311% off. Go to summer.com and check out the Summer's Isle. That's promo code 5GFA, 311% off. And keep it salty all summer long. Um, she explains that everyone in the town thinks she's crazy and that the only person she trusts is him. Um, and then of she course. has to rush off. Nicholas Cage. And says we'll meet again. And that really is like so many of the encounters that he has in this movie where it's just like kind of a conversation where things are starting to develop, but like no answers are received. What do you guys think about the chemistry between uh, Nicholas Cage's character and, and Willow? What chemistry? <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. Well, they they both are so confused in every scene. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but she's really struggling to like just get a sentence out. Oh yeah, no, the yes. entire time. Totally. I did. It's yeah. a lot of like, well, when I, you know, I. They don't really. I can't seem to. <laughs> how did you? The thing is. <laughs> it's always so. I always wanted. They think I'm gonna. She's she's just really struggling. I have to, to go talk. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She always has to go. She always has to quickly yeah. leave. Yeah. <laughs> so Edward uh, ends up after this settling in, um, and he starts unpacking. He's got his epipens or mm-hmm. whatever else. Um, and it's established before when when Sister Beach is like, "Why'd you kill the bee?" He's like, "Well, I'm allergic." Right. So it's like you get a little bit of, right. of his bee allergy added yes, in. Yes, this guy doesn't every like scene. bees. It's true. But he does like beer that has honey in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we he, don't know that he liked it. He drank, he drank it. it. He yeah. had one sip and like had an approving look and finished uh, it. Okay. Um, he overhears the creepy blind twins. Yes. And Sister What's Beach. creepy about them? And they're <laughs> this... blind? This is the second pod in a row with blind people. This is the part I How do I keep missing this? I wish Joel was here to talk about how his favorite part of the movie was the creepy blind (laughs) twins. The two hot blind (laughs) twins. I mean, they're seriously tens. You got two tens right there. Um, They discuss the day of death and rebirth happening. Yeah, the day of tomorrow. The day of tomorrow. Yeah, that's a a notable dialogue later, too, that they they come back to. Um, and then he sees Sister Honey in the room next to him leave, which is played by Lily Sobieski. Right. Mm. And he says, uh, hey, have you seen my tapes? Like, I'm missing my tapes. Which now is a reference back to our very first scene. His everything. He bought okay the tapes. tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Serenity yeah. now tapes. <laughs> which leads yeah. me to believe he shouldn't be here. He's hanging on by a thread. Yeah. He's listening to Everything's Okay tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Just downing his medication and, and yeah, EpiPens. Taking pills. All of his colleagues are worried about him, and he decides to take a you know two-state away uh, missing person's case on like vacation yeah. leave. He's dealing with his ex-fiance that he hasn't seen yeah. in years. Yeah. He's yeah. got a lot of emotional right baggage. He's very... Yeah traumatized um... he has no jurisdiction in this <laughs> like, not at all his badge is worthless and that's brought up many times yeah. to him by they the keep locals. pointing it out to yeah. him yeah, he's like, not taking the yeah, head like, like, where's Rowan yeah. um, but next... Lily Sobieski also like makes no sense whenever she talks about anything yeah, yeah. It's, no, true. it's true no she says uh, what does she say he says like have you seen my tapes they're called everything's okay and she says that's good <laughs> yeah. yeah like yeah. like everything's okay that's good everything's okay like yeah. she, she's not all there yeah no, no, no one's all there i'm looking for my tapes yeah. i don't know she seems super stable to me <laughs> yeah. uh, stable the, genius. the next thing we're sent through is, is lily the... stableski <laughs> Is a, the next thing we're sent through is uh, one of the many flashbacks of the film. Um, he f- has a flashback of the girl on the boat. What? And then he flashbacks <laughs> to the girl on the highway. Um, he wakes up frantically and pops more pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, his his detective work is mainly throughout the movie just running into random buildings and going, Rowan! Rowan! He meets mm-hmm. Sister Honey chopping wood outside. Uh, and he asks her, hey, I forgot to ask you. And said, do you recognize this girl? Hands her the photo. Her response is one of the best. Uh, she just laughs <laughs> and doesn't answer. Yeah. Like, no words yeah. are said. Yes. And he doesn't attempt to, like, pry further. 
He's just like, well, I'm not getting my answer. Yeah, yeah no. I love it because like he asks again, right? And then she's like, I already told you. And he's like, oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> All right. She points him toward the schoolhouse, which is his next um, area of unending questions met with zero answers. Where's the attendance record? Do you have Sister Summer Isle's authority? No, I do not have. You seem to forget that this is a legal matter. Well, I'm afraid you still need her permission. Put that back. You little liars. Rowan Woodward is your classmate, isn't she? Isn't she? And he meets Sister Rose. But first, first he has to introduce himself again, kind of like you know, yeah, buff his chest yeah, out. I'm a right? cop. I'm a cop. See my badge, everybody. Yeah. I'm a highway patrolman. I'm here to investigate this crime <laughs> in a different state. And then, and then he's trying to find out about Rowan, and decides to erase all of the teacher's work. To so just write a another, name on another the board. Right. Right. Rowan <laughs> Woodward. Yeah. Here's her name. Yeah. This is her picture. Do you recognize it? Like either? if he said it out loud without writing it, they wouldn't know yeah, who they he wouldn't was talking get it. about. Yeah. But we have to erase all of the work just to write Rowan Woodward. And then, yeah, they they don't snitch. All the, Yeah, they are not snitches. <laughs> they pass the picture around with such precision. Like it's mm-hmm. just yeah. the easiest like cold-blooded drill they've ever right. done. They it's all deny. Creepy. Um and so does the teacher, and then... Sister Rose, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Edward notices an empty desk. What? Whose desk is this? Uh, he proceeds towards the desk, opens it up, only to find a crow um, jump out, <laughs> and all of the girls in the class laugh at him. <laughs> he says, why would you do that? Um, and they say, just to see how long he could stand it. Like, what kind of twisted school is this? Yeah, this Very is like twisted. the umpteenth thing that's like, this is weird and I mm-hmm. should maybe call for backup, but he doesn't. Like, well, he even can't the call, he can't call for backup. There's no cell phone service. It's true, but eh. I don't know. <laughs> I, if it was me, I'd be out of there. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know this chick. I don't know her child. Nope. Let's go back to the main island. He asked for the attendance record, um, to which the teacher, Sister Rose, um, hesitates, but he finds it. Um, he has and no no warrant, no warrant whatsoever for any of the stuff no. that he's asking nope. for. He finds the name Rowan Woodward, um, a few days back, uh, and it's crossed out. Mm-hmm. And he looks up. And he says, "You little liars." That's my favorite quote. You're you all liars, liars. Yeah. <laughs> he's so he's like hates all of them in that moment. Yeah, and it's yeah. like these little they're girls. kids. Yeah, <laughs> they have nothing to do with whatever's happening on this island. <laughs> so Sister Rose takes him outside and is trying to. Um, give him some sort of explanation. Edward asks, is she dead or not? Um, Rose responds, we don't use that word here. Just another uh, round of questioning yep. with weird, mysterious answers. Um, he asks, how did she die? And she says, she'll burn to death. And he says, what do you say? And she says, precisely what I meant to. She burned to death. I also love about that scene, I, I love when a, a movie teaches me a new word. So I learned what quixotic meant. Oh, that's right. Uh, she from pulls that. that out. Yeah. That's just really nice. Uh, pursuer of lofty, but uh, I forget what the other Unreasonable descriptor. Unreasonable un- something un- like that. Yeah. Something like that. Just, But it comes from Don Quixote. Shout yeah. out to Cervantes. Woo! Yeah. Another just opportunity for her to man shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of man shaming going on in this movie. <laughs> um, so Edward afterwards meets uh, Willow in the churchyard. Um, and it's revealed that the missing girl is, in fact, their daughter. So, what? What'd you say? Uh, Rowan Woodward, the missing girl, is, in fact, Edward and Willow's love child. I don't understand how Nicolas Cage takes this news. Like, does he take it well? Does he... I, I was just confused by his reaction. Yeah, I think overwhelmed is I think what he, he's going for. Yeah. But he was, like, kind of stoked, right? He like, was, wasn't he, like, a little bit, like, wow... Wow. <laughs> yeah, just a yeah. little bit. And this is where Owen yeah. Wilson makes an appearance in the yeah. film. <laughs> wow. Just yeah, he had to overdub that one line. Wow. Yeah, Nick Cage is definitely excited at the fact that he's not looking for a girl, he's looking for his daughter now. Yeah. And that's the only thing that matters. His acting prior to that revelation would suggest he's a man that knew it was his daughter, but hadn't yeah. found it out yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, all the notes said, like, play yeah. it this way until right. this scene, and he did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> right. 100%. Uh, either way, it seems like he has some sort of heightened um, 
motivation. Yeah, he's more invested now. Paternal instinct. And uh, so he goes back, and Willow shows him Rowan's room. He finds some creepy drawing, um, asks if she's depressed. He hears a plane and attempts to... I got to... pills for that. <laughs> he hears a plane, and he he uh, he gets excited because he's convinced he has a chance to go get on a radio. So we unfold another scene where uh, Nicolas Cage attempts to find some answers, and he's met with... <laughs> Nothing in return. He gets to the dock. His phone doesn't work. He's calling out to somebody on the plane. Uh, there's no response. And he sees the dead body of a girl underneath the dock. Well, he takes off his jacket because that's important. He doesn't want to get that tweed elbow patch jacket wet with seawater and ruin it to save the girl. So he takes that off. He takes his gun off. Then he does like a, I'd call a somersault, a, a cartwheel. It's a side flip. It's a side, cartwheel. It's like yeah. a cartwheel side flip into the water, and it's it's awesome. <laughs> it looks like he's jumping over an imaginary tiny fence. Is this they probably better? had one and they yeah. just CGI'd it out? Is this better than the Patrick Swayze jump off the roof in Roadhouse? No. Better. No. It's, it's better. It's good. No. Better. No. But <laughs> it's different. As, as entertaining. <laughs> it's like picking your favorite kid. Yeah. <laughs> So it turns out he was just hallucinating again. Um, and so he wakes up, but this time holding the dead girl in his arm. And yet still, it's another hallucination. <laughs> you mean a dream inside a dream? So, like, so yeah, it's way ahead of its so time. So Inception ripped this movie off. Yeah, they just saw that one Christopher part. Christopher Nolan saw that scene and said, uh, And he takes more pills. I got an idea. I, got, I can make a three-hour movie out of this one scene. Uh, but he finally gets his wits together and realizes why he came to the doctor in the first place. Like I don't know if he dozed off into this hallucination yeah, or how what happened. He, he totally dozed off. He got really tired on the walk down from the The house. crazy pills put him into a stupor. <laughs> yeah, I like to think when uh, Sister Beach gave him the drink and said, it's uh, honey and beer and other stuff. It just kicked in like 14 hours later. <laughs> he just got knocked out like Benadryl. Because <laughs> like, as a detective, this is another scene. Me and Aaron were talking about it. It's like... As a detective, he sits on the dock waiting for the pilot instead of just swimming across to the plane and, like, investigating. There's a rowboat next to the dock he could have taken <laughs> yeah. out of the plane. In yeah. his defense, he's a highway patrolman. They like... cut the scene with him on the dock to him sitting back on the dock still. Yeah, the exactly. Time. So yeah. he's been sitting Yeah, like dock. two hours yeah. he's Solo. sitting at the dock waiting for the pilot instead of just Long swimming over. Long enough that they really well, needed to hammer that home. To be fair, that he didn't know if the pilot was coming off the plane or coming back to the plane. So right. he he had to do some serious waiting. He's yeah. he's good at what like. What do you think he was doing in the plane? If he, yeah. Well, as far as police work goes, he's really good at the waiting part. And he it's gave just him everything a, else. He gave him a hundred bucks, like you know. He owes him. He yeah. owns yeah. him. Yeah. He, oh, that's what I meant to say. He owns him. Uh, so he finally jumps in the water, swims to the plane, and the radio is of course broken. Mm-hmm. And now two hours are, are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you've had a nightmare. And that yeah. swim is two nightmares. Forty feet. Yeah. It's a forty foot swim. Um, so then Edward visits the doctor for this first time, um, G.H. Moss. Yeah, Dr. Sis- Moss. Sister Moss, Dr. Moss, who also happens to be the town photographer because they couldn't cast another character to be the photographer. They got a little <laughs> cheap and they just combined the roles. Um, and I think at this point it's uh, it's important to note that all of the names so far in the movie are somehow nature-related. We have Sister Willow. We have Sister Rose. We have Sister Beach. We have honey. Sister Moss. We have mm-hmm. Sister Honey. Sister Honey got the best name. I mean, this is a place dominated by bees and honey. Mm-hmm. How'd she get that name? So That's all I'm saying. I don't know how she got that name. I don't know. <laughs> so don't he investigates it. with her because he finds that she's the photographer about the, the missing photo. Um, and he spots the rituals of the ancients book. Um, but instead of just investigating further and demanding the, the answers that he wants... Maybe he's realized at this point that asking questions isn't going to help. He decides to instead hide in the bushes and wait for her to leave. Yep. Um, That's real good highway patrol work. Yep, right just add, add breaking and entering into that. <laughs> yeah, he, he goes to like... He has a radar he gun hits on his, her. Yeah, he hits his wrist, but it's not there, and he's looking yeah. for his radar gun. <laughs> um, he checks it, it's like two miles an hour. He's like, nailed her. Yeah. So he reads, he comes back in, he picks a lock, he reads the book, he finds out about these sacrificial rituals that are going on. He's starting to put the pieces together. Mm -hmm. It's obvious that the missing girl is going to be used uh, in a sacrificial ritual, and he's got a race against the clock. 
Uh, then he journeys through this science. And it's not a missing girl. It's his missing daughter. That's right. It means a lot more now. That's right. He, but it, does it, though? No. Also, no, we, also he has no idea if she's dead, if she's missing, or if she even existed. Right. Or like she already getting, died. Yeah. Or she, many or she, she gave the pilot 20 bucks and he flew her out of there. Yeah. yeah that pilot yeah. is That's not true. a man of strong character. No. Nick Cage should have started with 20. He shouldn't have yeah. gone all the way to 100 yeah. as his starting bid. He continues through her house. <laughs> Start with the Jackson twins. Finds her stash of photos, and he's getting closer. That's the takeaway from this scene. Sure. Why not? I guess. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. Um, soon after, closer he's... the end of the movie. Soon <laughs> after, he's on his bike. Um, real good on the bike. Uh, makes a, a few appearances in the film. Um, he passes by a couple male laborers and decides that this is the time where he wants to be a little bit charitable and help these guys out. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're men. That's That's probably why. So what does he do? Uh, so Nicolas Cage is riding a bike. It's like it's not even a cool bike. It's like a beach cruiser. It is a beach like cruiser. It's, sister it's, beach cruiser. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, and uh, she can't fit on a bike. <laughs> not that one. Um, and so he's on a beach cruiser. He's you watch him pedal for like twenty feet, and then he gets off because he sees some guys loading logs onto a truck, and he doesn't have any regard for the bike. This is to Aaron's credit of him being a dick, and he just chucks it aside on the ground the way like an eight year old would at like Done the liquor yeah. store. Yeah, like like I got three dollars. I'm gonna buy candy. Like let me chuck this on the ground and. And he goes to help the guy out. There's like five logs on the floor. This guy and him lift one log onto the truck. They go to lift the second log, and all of the logs come tumbling down. There's like 20 logs. And uh, instead of helping the guy get all of the logs back on, like which is his original plan, he decides to just pick up the beach cruiser and keep on cruising. <laughs> yeah, he asks the guy, are you okay? The guy doesn't respond. And then Edward leaves. Yeah. No, he asked him, can, can you talk? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like you inviting me over for like, yo, help me move. And I come over and I pick up a box and I drop it on the ground and everything spills out. And I say, well, see you later. <laughs> but you also leave your car running outside with the door open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to tell you guys about Nicholas Cages. Are you looking for sturdy, durable, and secure cages without all that toxic nickel? Check out Nicholas Cages. Perfect for spouses, children, and the elderly. High-performance cages for your loved ones, but without all that pesky nickel. Gotcha. Edward, uh, he's got places to go. He can't busy himself too long That's with these true. guys. He's got things to do, and he finds himself running through um, a bunch of beehives. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite parts, because like, he's riding his bike. He runs into the bees... And like his his reaction is like ditch the bike again mm-hmm. and run farther into the bee field. Yeah, like there's somebody a whole who's, field. It's been established he's deathly allergic to bees. So his throat begins closing up. He tumbles down a hill. He finally falls down flat on his face, and before he passes out, as he's trying to get the uh, shot of adrenaline or EpiPen, EpiPen or yeah. whatever you call it, um, he sees Rowan for an instant, and then on cue, flashback to the highway scene. This is the fifth time we've seen that scene in this movie. (laughs) He wakes up at the home of Sister Summer's Isle um, with Dr. Moss tending to him. And (laughs) the first words that he says are, I'm here to see Sister Summer's Isle. Like, how is he here to see her when he didn't even know where he was about 30 seconds prior? Because he's always trying to, like, pretend that he has control of every situation. So he's like, you didn't heal me with my bee stings. Like, I'm just here to see this woman. And we meet Sister Summersile, and she's obviously the matriarch of the society. Um, and this is our only real uh, explanation as to what their society is built on. Mm-hmm. She explains sort of what they're about. And she's played by Academy Award winner Ellen Burstyn. Right. Um, <laughs> um, he's asking her what's going on. She says, we don't murder here. Um lies wrong (laughs) (laughs) and she goes on to explain the history of the settlement on the island um and he loses his cool uh for the surprise surprise (laughs) yeah he goes to con them cool hand nick (laughs) but he's 
But he still manages to somehow get permission to dig up Rowan's grave from her. Which, like, he broke into somebody's house. He's just been, like, stealing yeah. things without asking, but he needs permission for this. Yeah. And here comes yet again a flashback of the burning car on the highway. Um, Willow meets him. If you cut out all the flashbacks, this movie is an hour and five minutes, maybe. <laughs> and all the flashbacks are the same flashback. Uh, so Willow finds him there. Uh, he's very excited at this point. He shows her the sweater and then the doll, leading to arguably the best quote in the film. This hers? Tell me! I, yes, I, I think it's... Yeah. How to get burned. How to get burned! I, How to get burned! How to get burned! I, That's the show. That was pretty good. <laughs> He, runs, he, in, he runs into Sister Rose, who's on a bike, um, and she's like, oh, the moment has come. This is the end. He and wants that bike. And he's like, get off the bike. Get off the bike. Step away from the bike. And he pulls a gun on her. Like, this is yeah. the best chance he has at transportation. Gets on the bike. Um, he runs into the blind twins again. Um, he goes. <laughs> They're into, blind? They're blind? <laughs> he goes into a bar and he asks all the men who are there, like, I need your help. He tries to get all the dudes together. Which, like, <laughs> what? We can take these women. <laughs> yeah, like, what in his previous experience on this island it led him to believe that, yeah, all the men are going to be like, yep, yeah, let's do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets. We've just been waiting for your rally call, brother. They've all clearly been neutered in so many different ways, but this, this is going to get them together. Yeah, this will rile them up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's he gets somewhat of a half response from one of the guys, which leads me to believe that yeah. their tongues are cut. I think that their tongues are he cut. He just he couldn't say summer isle. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were that's the only thing that they could say and they just like couldn't manage it because of their Americanness. Um, so he's running around the town, uh, just blowing down doors, storming into houses. He ends up at the harbor. The plane is gone. He finds a dead guy. Yeah, that part's um, great, too, because it's like it's the pilot. His like mouth is sewn shut. His eyes are gouged out and sewn and shut. his arms. His arms his are arms, replaced yeah. with twigs, and his like, reaction is mm-hmm. to shake him to see if he's like <laughs> yeah. just asleep. You're just messing around, buddy? <laughs> you okay? Yeah. I'll give you 200 if you wake up. <laughs> so this, this guy is dead purely because of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. bribing him. Oh, also yes. because of the guy's weak constitution, but yeah. also Nicolas Cage yeah. is the, the yeah. main reason they're, this guy's dead. They're, they're both at fault. Stick right? to your yeah. guns, pilot. Yeah. He ends up back at the inn um, where, sis- where he meets Sister Beach, and he walks in, and Nick Cage is just at his end. What what has Sister Beach done up until this point? Because he like she he walks down and she's like, "Oh, you look a little worse for the wear." And his response is to sucker punch her in the face, really hard, really hard. She goes down in one he, punch, which first is they hard make for fun me. of how big she's gotten over the last year. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. She's trying on her she, bear costume. She can't even fit into <laughs> yeah. her bear. They suit. make a joke about how they're going to have to let out the costume this year and how she keeps getting fatter and fatter every year. So. Like, Sister Beach is a punching bag in many ways. Well, Sister Beach, like, says, did you take care of the pilot? Yeah, she's, like, the consigliere, yeah. for she's sure. She's definitely the consigliere. Yeah. yeah, she's up there. But, um, like, what does range. she do personally to Nicolas Cage to invite, like, a sucker they punch in the face? They clearly have friction. Going back from that scene where he smashes the bee, she yeah. gives him attitude, he gives her attitude. They're just two two opposing forces ready to. Clash, I don't. I know? just don't think Sister Beach think deserves punch to be punched in the face. Was to get the costume, but also there was some personal sure shit. But also, that. like Sister Beach going down in one punch, like yeah, no, no way. I, I don't she's that, way no. too sturdy to go down. In one uh, yeah, punch. she's yeah. It she's takes a lot more for him to take down Sister Honey, and he, yeah, he kicks her. She weighs a good hundred pounds less. Uh, and at the same time that he's uh, trying to get the bear suit. Um, the people are gathering outside around uh, Sister Summer's Isle, and she's beginning the march. She's got the Braveheart uh, face paint on. So he gets the bear suit on, and he joins the march um, <laughs> covertly. Uh, he meets up with Willow, who he reveals you know, his true self to. It's yeah. me. I'm not a bear. And the march culminates at what looks to be the site for the sacrifice. Uh, Rowan... The missing girl is finally seen for real for the mm-hmm. first time. And then Rowan begins running away from him and rejoins the march. Like the flash. <laughs> She's yeah. off. Yeah. But also, like... Rowan, honey, slow down. <laughs> you know he's thinking, God damn it, the- if I just had my bike. <laughs> I've got this heavy bear suit on. He can't keep up with his seven-year-old daughter. Um, She's but al- just taking off. But also, like, what was his plan 
to get them off the island. The plane was sunk at mm-hmm. this point, and the right. pilot's gone. Like maybe he could row them away, but I like I don't. I've the no plan idea what is the just plan to was. save his daughter from not burning. Yeah, don't think about it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah let's yeah. just one one foot in front of the other. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he would <laughs> run around the whole island and tire the women out, and then he, he also definitely hasn't given up hope of rallying all the men together. Yeah, no, you know that's, that's still, still like yeah. you know what if I can get like three or four of these guys yeah. to turn. instead of the way the ending goes, I could totally see a Braveheart scene where he's on his bike like rallying the men like <laughs> we should all, not go into the they're night. all on bikes at that point. The <laughs> yeah. women they're all like, oh, shit, they've got bikes. Yeah. <laughs> How have the guys not like planned something like this already? Like I think that they could take them. I don't know. Their brains, like, they probably have lobotomies or something. Yeah, how, like, manipulated they are. Yeah. (laughs) The girl, Rowan, returns to the group, um, and this is where the story begins to turn. So they surround him, they pin him down, they break his legs. Well, this is where the... One at a time. The unedited, or the unrated version. Right. And the... the, theatrical version like his kneecaps this is where the movie breaks off (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so in the unrated version they break his legs and you get to see it Mm -hmm. um he screams this is murder you're doing it for nothing i don't believe in your gods yeah you'll all be guilty the best one killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then they proceed to put the bee helmet on him what's that uh, what is it? Not what is bees. this? Not the bees! My eyes! They're... My eyes! Not the bees! Which, which, if if this is me, and there's a hundred thousand bees swarming my head, I'm not saying you shit. Des- you wouldn't yeah. describe where the bees my are, My mouth Kyle? is closed, so yeah. they're not flying down my esophagus. Also, my nostrils together. <laughs> yeah. Also, really bad CGI, because the bees aren't even in his yeah, eyes. No, no. No. Oh, they're six? just around his face. Yeah, there's generic face <laughs> well, area. And, they, and yeah. they don't need to do this. The goal is to get him to the burning sacrifice. And after no. they break his knees... That's all, that's all Sister Beach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he passes no, I out. I will defend Sister Beach. To he passes end. out from the bees, uh, but then they just they say, you know, we need to keep you alive. And so, so they why sh- give him the bees in the first place? Right. So they shoot him with the the steroids or the epipen, um, and they carry him to the wicker wicker man altar. Uh, they pull him up, and Rowan uh, lights it on fire. Um, and in the theatrical version and not the unrated version, they play after um, he dies. They play a six months later scene. But how does he die? I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> Are we sure he's dead? We never see the body. I'll just say that. We never see. Him oh, die. what if there's an investigation later and they're like, "We never found the body." By Jimmy just Franco. Like in the beginning. Right. One of one of my gripes of the last scene of the movie is so. They, they get these blocks. They have these guys just break his kneecaps in, both of them. His legs just turn into, like, gumbo. They bend the and other like, way. Yeah, yeah they, they just bend the other way. He gets the bees on the head. He's stung, whatever. And then he's yelling the whole goddamn time about the bees, about when he sees the wicker man, he's like, Oh, God! Oh, God, no! Not, not the... Ah! And then, and then literally they, they string him up by his kneecaps and lift him 75 feet in the air. And he doesn't make a goddamn peep. Also, I love it because he's like, he sees Rowan like about to light it. And he's like, Rowan, honey, don't do it. Like, don't, yeah. don't light yeah. daddy on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like she has any sort of connection yeah. to him at all. Remember already, the circus, like... Rowan? <laughs> Remember when I took you to the beach? <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. So in the theatrical version, there's a six months later scene where you see Sister Willow and Sister Honey mm-hmm. back in the city. And I don't think it's uh, made clear what city they're in. But I think it's in L.A. I forgot what they sure. said, but there's some, like, I think there's some mention. That Might have been Louisiana. No. That's not but, a city. But uh, LA. The, <laughs> I think it's Southern California. But the the first guy like that, that you see in the scene is none other than James Franco mm-hmm. and another no-name actor. <laughs> what? Who is that? Josh Ritter? Jason Ritter? <laughs> Jason Ritter. Okay, well, he's got a Half name. Half a name? He John Ritter's name. kid. Yeah. I, oh, didn't, really? I didn't recognize yeah. him. Yeah, no, me neither. All right, so uh, James Franco and John Ritter's company? kid. <laughs> Anyone? Uh, they're okay. they're That's looking for at five guys flicking around. <laughs> they're looking for women at the bar, uh, and they find Sister Willow and Sister Honey. Little do they know um, they're looking for men, right? 
And so they set the trap once again, leading to what could be a Wicker Man sequel. Mm. Um, and it's revealed that James Franco was in the police academy. So there's something against cops yeah. that yeah. they, they want to But do up. we know he was a highway patrolman or not? Maybe we they're don't. moving up in the world. Oh, so the trap is set, hook, line, and sinker. And then the credits roll. You can't skip this. There are some serious babes. Sure, Joel. We can talk about the babes for a second. And in fact, we have a Wicker Man specific category for this. It's called the Final Rose. And the question I have for you guys is, who would you date from Summer's Isle? Oof. You know, I've given her a lot of guff this episode. (laughs) But I would go with Sister Beach. Yes. (laughs) I'd ultimately have the most fun with her. She'd call me out of my crap. <laughs> um, she runs. I could bar. pick fights with other guys, and she'd back me up. Definitely beat the shit out of the guy I got in a fight with. Except for Nick Cage, apparently. <laughs> I mean, she kind of she kind of gets him in the end. So that's true. <laughs> I'd go with Sister Beach. You know, this is this her. leads yeah. to my answer for this I'm, question, which I'm, is I'm, you have to date Sister Summersile. That's what I was gonna say. Wait, why? She She's dates got, you. You don't date her. <laughs> She's got the best life. She has like this huge king size gold bed, um, and all of this. So you want to get in that bed? You want to be no the chance. guy with all the warts yeah. and bee stings and downstairs She'd in her house? She'd wander over to you, no, chained I'm, up in your bed, no, have her way with you, and then no, go back I'm, to her nice. Bed. I'm living the high life. She's treating me right, and it's like the richest woman in town. She has all the servants at her whim. I would have liked it better if she was like more simple like was like a waitress at the diner they go to or something one more wicker man specific category this one's called the castaway what one thing should nick cage have brought with him to the island Mm. bullets (laughs) just more bullets (laughs) he brought brought bullets yeah he should have brought more bullets he should have brought a uh pilot's license yeah get him in get him out he doesn't have to lose a hundred bucks to the pilot and when he finds a plane, he can say, I'm peeling out of this bitch. So, so you think that he, if he went to the pilot, he's like, I got a pilot's license. Like, oh, for sure. Go yeah, ahead that's and take his my move. Plane. The whole movie is just yeah. showing his thing and being no, like, yeah, if he, I'm a highway patrolman. If that's he knew true. how to fly a plane, he would have just taken the guy's plane at the start yeah, of the movie and not ask any question uh, and not cared at all about it. I think he should have brought a different, like a, just a change of clothes. Yeah. Like yeah. that, just like running around the forest and biking in that suit uh that's not helping him out any not at all like maybe like a just some sort of like athletic wear i'm going with a fire retardant jelly mm. uh, that he somehow manages to after taking off the bear suit cover God, himself in so that he's like all greasy and slippery <laughs> they're trying to grab him and he's slipping out Are you tired of feeling embarrassed and inadequate about your naked wicker baskets? Well, you need to check out Wicker Stickers. Stickers specifically designed to spice up the dull wicker in your life. And the official stickers of five guys flicking around. Check out Wicker Stickers and flick some stick on your wick real quick. What is your guys' favorite quote from the film? There's so many. Uh, How to get burned. I'll throw it out there. How to get burned. I really like ahoy there. <laughs> that he um, the, says the to really the, awkward yeah. like gesture that goes with it. Yeah, yeah, to the water pilot or whatever. He's like, what would you have gone with? He's like, just hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the pilot's offended that he said it. <laughs> it's like, what does oh. he say in the um, in her room? Remember the mom's <laughs> I explaining? Have, I have one. Um, yeah, and I think this might be it, actually. Yeah. It's... I'm out there bouncing around in circles and I could use some help. <laughs> and, and I was like, bouncing around in circles? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's not a common not phrase. A phrase. I Googled it. It's not. That's <laughs> not a thing. I'm out here bouncing around in circles. Like a screensaver. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah someone, someone wrote that in. Uh, that was great. Uh, what do you guys have for best scene I saw? I mean, the last 15 minutes. Like, nothing else... For me, nothing else really needs to happen in this movie to make it worthwhile. I don't know. The first 15 minutes are pretty important. Oh, that's true. Well, like, let's just go over some of the things that Nick Cage does in the last 15 minutes. He sucker punches three women. He kicks Lily Sobieski in the face. He puts on a ridiculous bear costume. He kicks a couple more people. 
um, gets his legs broken, the bees all over him. He takes uh, a mask off of four children. That's true. He wears yeah. the bear suit. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets burned alive in a ritual sacrifice. And like again, his daughter. And then again, some of the most quotable lines are from the last 15 minutes, yeah. right? Bitches! You're all bitches! Yeah. I don't know. Quiet moment. I still like the bike scene where he's uh, trying to help the guy with the logs and uh, just kind of gets in the way. That's yeah, the, the redeemable moment for his character. Yeah. The, the cartwheel into the water. Just, now it's super small, but it's so stupid. And it's just like just shoot another, just do another take. <laughs> and uh, you mentioned this; you haven't mentioned it on the pod yet. But so it's revealed that he does the cartwheel jump into the water, and then he wakes up from a dream, and then he wakes up from the dream from the dream. <laughs> And so Aaron's point was, is that how he dreams he jumps into the water? That wasn't actually how he jumped in? Because that was a hallucination. He had a dream that he gently cartwheeled into the water to save a girl after taking off his tweed jacket. I'm with Brandon. I think the last 15 minutes. Uh, What takes you out of the movie? What takes me out of the movie is when his cell phone all of a sudden works. I just don't think it's a good plot device. It just discredits prior when the cell phone doesn't work um now on to mcmulligan um the category where you get to pick uh, one thing that you would change in the movie to make it better my take on this one would have made a a better a better actress in that part kate winslet yeah it was turned down by winona Ryder. Um, i don't even know her mcsullivan uh, how would this work as a McSullivan vehicle? I think this absolutely works as a McSullivan vehicle. How? I think this goes two ways. I think either McSullivan kills everyone on the island, saves the girl. A lot more death. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's yeah. not going down like that. The more likely scenario is that all the women fall in love with him, and he rocks their world, <laughs> and he rocks their fabric of their community, and they're all just confused and feeling things that they haven't felt. So... So he he turns over the society completely. He seduces on its head. every single woman on the island. Yeah, it turns into like the women are subjugated and yeah. right, and he's like yeah. he's a Colonel Kurtz, or right, whatever. right, yeah. the, the way it should be, right, Joel. I think you guys are the problem. <laughs> um, I had a different take on the McSullivan because I'm thinking if we replace McSullivan, if we replace Nicolas Cage with McSullivan, and he gets that letter from his ex fiance. Would he even go to this island, or would he just be like, ah, forget it? First of all, he wouldn't have an ex-fiance. Mm, that's no one, true. No yeah, one would no leave McSullivan. Yeah, so on, yeah. on Brandon's thing, I had the same thought. So mine is, it's still a horror movie, okay? So he gets the letter. Horror movie? How do you? Either way. It's both. <laughs> okay. It's it's <laughs> However you want to interpret it. But so he goes looking for the little girl on the island, right? Yeah, and then there's the scene with uh, Willow where he's like, it's your kid. And then it turns into Mick Sullivan trying to get off the island. <laughs> oh, what do you mean it's my kid? <laughs> you got to get me the hell out of here. <laughs> and he's kicking people and fighting people. Yeah, yeah. And he's just trying to get... He's he's, he doesn't care the about women. the kid. Yeah. He's not trying to find her anymore. The pilot's price has suddenly gone up. Yeah, that's exactly. going to be 200 he's, Yeah, buddy. he's paying the pilot 500 to get him off of here. Good thing he has a pilot's license. Yeah. He's flying himself That's off the island. Say. He fixes the plane and flies <laughs> off himself. <laughs> yeah, the movie's over. Right. <laughs> I uh, love that. What would you guys pay for the Blu-ray on this film? Um, I had 15 bucks. All right. It's worth uh, another watch or two. Yeah, I'm going to go twenty-five ninety-five. And uh, I think... That's way more than Roadhouse. Big spender. Yeah, that's, well... That's 10 times as much, almost. Yeah, that's true. Well, this isn't going to be consistent for me. So my price for the Blu-ray has nothing to do with my enjoyment level. Mine mine has a caveat, and it is just watch the last 15 minutes. Hmm. So I'd tell him, you know, hey, put it on. That'd be so confusing if you <laughs> just <laughs> caught the last just, just watch it. Listen to this pod, and yeah. then watch the last 15 minutes, and you'll be good. Yeah. Why is he punching all these women? <laughs> <laughs> well that does it for us today I'm at Five Guys Flicking Around thank you for joining us for a commentary on The Wicker Man please search for us at Five Guys Flicking Around we're on Instagram we're on SoundCloud we're on Apple Music and we're on Spotify thank you look what I have created I have made fire I have made fire I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer keep no the talent happy 
You just killed a helicopter with a car. Alright, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch! Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent! You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. My peffle feather had a lovely little peffle feather. Go flick yourself!